Well, indeed, tonight um, in Garrett Extras, I am going to talk about this story because it's it's something of very intriguing duplication and 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 a example that history truly repeats itself. What you heard right there was the cheers for Captain Crozier on the USS Theodore Roosevelt. Theodore Roosevelt. This matters in a moment, and I'll tell you why. But Captain Grozier is seeing an outbreak of coronavirus on his ship. I believe it said 137 have uh, contracted this outbreak. And when he started to see that, he wanted to separate the sick from the healthy on the ship. That makes total sense. Because as he wrote in the letter to the actual Navy, he said, keeping over 4,000 young men and women on board the TR, Teddy, Teddy Roosevelt, USS Teddy Roosevelt, is an unnecessary risk and breaks faith with the sailors entrusted to our care. This ship is docked in Guam. And why the story stands out to me tonight in the Garrett Extra section, or if you're listening Sunday, that's great too, is because, first of all, the idea that he should be fired for wanting to protect his troop on the naval ship is absurd to me. Absolutely, absolutely absurd. He might have broke ranks. He might have, should have gone to his immediate, instead of writing right to the Navy's uh, acting secretary, Modley. But instead he broke rank, he, he notified the top man overstepping rank and he was fired. And it's very interesting that it was a happening on the USS Teddy Roosevelt. Because Teddy Roosevelt did something very similar uh, in 1898 as Colonel. Riding, the, riding and leading with the famed Rough Riders in Cuba. I'll get to that in a moment. But I, I, researching this story, I just started to pick up some bits and pieces of our 26th president, as a matter of fact, for this podcast. And I kind of want you to hear them in succession because what he's saying here could really pull us through in today's world. Uh, Take a listen to this. I believe that the majority of the plain people of the United States will day in and day out make fewer mistakes in governing themselves than any smaller class or body of men, no matter what their training, will make in trying to govern them. I believe again that the American people are, as a whole, capable of self-control and of learning by their mistakes. And so, that's why this isn't a national lockdown, because people will do as they please. If they make mistakes and they unfortunately get it, that is horrible, but they did make their mistakes. But he's not saying, you know, government should step in if the American people can deal with this. He continued in this 1910 speech. But there is grave discontent and unrest, and in order to remove them, there is need of all the wisdom and probity and deep-seated faith in and purpose to uplift humanity we have at our command. Friends, 
Our task as Americans is to strive for social and industrial justice achieved through the genuine rule of the people. And so he's, he's there talking about humanity. And when I thought about it, I thought, what a way to shape the humanity of the time we're in than having you revisit something later in the show. Actually, something right now by Jeremy Shap, the son of legendary journalist Dick Shap. Because Teddy Roosevelt's right, we have to humanize. Captain Crozier's right. There is a humane factor to this outbreak, especially on a ship the USS Roosevelt. And then in sports, this is why we cheer for our nurses and doctors every night at 7 p.m. In sports, the cheering never stops. For big plays. For great performances. watching for the The athletes who fill our hearts with joy and pride. We celebrate their deeds. And it's a deep to left center. This one has a chance. Home run by Piazza. And their careers. For the Lakers, repeat, back-to-back titles, 2010. This is how we express our gratitude, our appreciation. But now, with sports at a standstill... There is still cheering, and there are still applause. All across the planet, wherever people are suffering, they're cheering, but not in stadiums, not in arenas, not in bars packed with fans. But here, and here, they're cheering for those on the front lines of the pandemic, doctors, the nurses, the EMTs, the janitors, they're cheering. From New York to Atlanta, from Spain to India to Singapore. No cheers have ever been more well-deserved or more heartfelt. What do real heroes look like? They look like this. Not only saving lives, but in the process, risking their own. Risking everything in the face of so much danger and uncertainty. Our sports heroes enrich our lives. These heroes are saving them. These are the heroes we need. This is why we cheer. And honestly, honestly, if I'm very being very honest with you, this is why. This is why when I pull it back up, 
This is why Captain Crozier, just two nights ago, was cheered by his troop. Because he did what a captain is supposed to do. He alerted his superiors that something is wrong. And their answer was, you're fired. Pretty incredible. Pretty distasteful. Pretty wrong for considering that this USNS Hope that has been in comfort that's been here in New York and in Los Angeles. New York here, about 20 patients that can fit a 1,000. When there's mistakes being made with the transferring. The Navy's had a good and a shaky week. But for the 137 that have been tested positive, I would definitely want them separated from the healthy ones on these ships. Because they're all together right now. And for Captain Crozier to be fired for speaking out is horrible, but the craziest part of all, it's not unheard of. As I mentioned, he's the captain of the U- was the captain of the USS Theodore Roosevelt, and as the U.S. Naval Institute and Navy Times has been reporting, during the summer of 1898, Colonel Theodore Roosevelt of the U.S. Army, leading the Rough Riders, the Army's 5th Corps garrison, uh, near Santiago de Cuba. At that time, more than 4,000 of the 5th Corps, 4,270 soldiers, were sick with malaria and yellow fever. And there were eight divisional commanders, including Roosevelt, that were convinced that if they remained in Cuba, 5th Corps would be wiped out. So when the majors, <clears throat> the commanders met with Major General William R. Shafter, the 5th Corps commander, they were not happy, these eight commanders, and they put their request in writing. And it was to Colonel Roosevelt. He wrote, Sir, in a meeting of the general and the medical officers by, called by you at the palace this morning, we were all, as you know, unanimous in our views of what should be done with the army to keep us uh, to keep us here in the opinion of every officer commander commanding a division or a brigade will simply invoke the, involve the destruction of thousands. So he goes on to write this letter saying, we need to separate the troop. And not only did they do that, Colonel Roosevelt went a step further, handing it, allegedly, to a copy, of the associated, a copy to the Associated Press covering the Cuban beat. That same day, Roosevelt's actions were published. McKinley's administration went awry. And all of a sudden, something got done for the 5th Corps because Colonel Theodore Roosevelt did what he had to and because of Captain Crozier's bravery he is fired but isn't it amazing the colonel on the ship uh, the commander on the ship uh, the com- sorry the captain on the ship doing exactly what the colonel the ship's named after did in 1898 now that colonel Roosevelt became our 26th president Possibly, Crozier could turn this into something bigger than just an amazing round of applause by his troop, by his ship. Possibly, we could see him in political fields moving forward, and I hope we do. Because this man took a stand for his troops. And to fire him, 
just seems so not right in this time where everybody's told to lock down. That's exactly what Captain Crozier was arguing for his ship to be isolating the healthy ones from the sick ones. And he gets fired. But I have no doubt that Colonel Crozier, uh, Captain, Captain Crozier, was meant to be on that ship because it's amazing he channeled the spirit of the namesake, Theodore Roosevelt. And that should get him places farther than the amazing round of applause. I don't think we've seen the end of Captain Crozier. We certainly didn't see the end of Colonel Theodore Roosevelt. In fact, that helped them launch, I think, a better, a big political career. And so, to end this broadcast, I want you to think about one last thing that Teddy Roosevelt said about leadership and how it can really light the fire under people and do their own works of good. But in our hearts we must have this lofty purpose and to strive for it in all earnestness and sincerity for our work will come to nothing. In order to succeed, we need leaders of inspired idealism, leaders to whom are granted great visions, who dream greatly and strive to make their dreams come true, who can kindle the people with the fire from their own burning selves. So what's it going to be? Are we going to not speak out for fear of being fired? Are we going to take Captain Crozier's lead? Are we going to take Theodore Roosevelt's lead? And are we going to truly honor the moment history repeats itself for the better? Because this is, from 1898 to now, same situation for a captain of the USS Roosevelt and the same situation that Colonel Theodore Roosevelt faced in 1898. Are we going to kindle the fire? Are we going to light the fire for those around us? I sure as heck hope so. And I hope that these cheers, I'm going to play it to you again because they're just so incredible. These cheers, that these cheers promote Captain Crozier to stay in public life and to serve the community the way he's served his own naval base and naval ship by saying, hey, something has to be done. And I hope something is done for the USS Theodore Roosevelt. And may the spirit of speaking up, may the spirit that this is invoking be in all of us. They often say, say something, if you see something, then how can you get fired for it? Think about that. Think about how these leaders could inspire us to get through COVID-19 by just arming each other with facts and letting things out there saying, hey, by the way, San Francisco Chronicle first picked it up on Tuesday, saying, hey, you know what? Us too. We too can take the lead. And before I forget, that's exactly what uh, just a recent presidential candidate, and oh, by the way, mayor of New York City, former mayor of New York City, Mike Bloomberg's doing. He announced this week 
or he announced recently that they are going to help city leaders respond to coronavirus through Bloomberg Philanthropies, working with Johns Hopkins, Bloomberg School of Public Health, Harvard City Leadership Institute. And there's a new initiative. I mean, it's been about a month now, but I'm sure they still need the help because Bloomberg was on Twitter today talking about this. And the statement reads, at the Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health, our epidemiologists, virologists, public policy experts, and specialists in preparedness are collaborating in efforts across all areas relevant to coronavirus. We are pleased to collaborate with the Bloomberg Philanthropies and Bloomberg Harvard City Leadership Institute to offer our expertise to local communities, offer evidence-based responses. So, New York City, have you jumped on this yet? Corona response, coronavirus response at Bloomberg.org is the way to apply. Uh, Mike Bloomberg giving back once again to the community through this crisis. And if our city mayor wants to help, coronavirus response at Bloomberg.org. If they haven't heard about this already, I'm sure they have. But hey, I'm throwing out this information because leaders are leading. And we should therefore follow their lead. In our hearts, we must have this lofty purpose, and we must strive for it in all earnestness and sincerity, for our work will come to nothing. In order to succeed, we need leaders of inspired idealism, leaders to whom are granted great visions, who dream greatly and strive to make their dreams come true, who can kindle the people with the fire from their own burning souls. Tomorrow we'll discover what our God in heaven has in I'm Alexander Garrett. Let's lead today.